Welcome to the One Life Podcast. Being a business owner is potentially the best path to build personal wealth. However, embarking on an opportunity, whether full-time or as a side hustle, is incredibly tough. I believe that understanding finances is integral to the success of your business. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to understand, manage and grow your business finances and therefore your personal wealth. I invite you to join me every Friday as I share insights and actionable strategies to make your business serve you rather than you serve your business. I'm your host, Andrew Wilson. Well, welcome to episode 26 of the One Life Business Podcast. I hope you're well and you're looking after yourself. My name's Andrew Wilson. I'm a chartered accountant by trade. If you haven't listened to any of the episodes of this podcast before, please feel free to go back to the introductory episode, episode one, where I explain a bit more about myself and my history and why I'm recording these podcasts. This podcast is about financial empowerment, your financial empowerment, and specifically that empowerment that's earned through understanding, controlling, and growing your business finances. And in turn, when you grow your business finances, you are able to draw more from your business to grow your own personal wealth and propel you on that journey to your own personal financial independence. Now, this podcast is in association with the Always Free podcast and the Always Free show, both of which are presented by Jason Greystone. And Jason's podcast has been listened to by over 250,000 people. He knows a lot about financial independence and you obtaining it. So if you haven't listened to either the podcast or the show that you'll find on YouTube, strongly suggest doing so. This week, what I'd like to do is talk a bit about how important the team around you is. And the reason for this is I met with a friend this week and we spoke about business and we spoke about the history behind the successful teams that we've worked with. There's two words that came to mind and this was aligned and value. Are you aligned in what you want, in what you need and are you providing value? Let's look internally at your colleagues. They're the obvious people to start with. Are your colleagues' needs and wants and desires in the business aligned with yours? Are you their manager? And are your wants and needs aligned with theirs? And if they're not, then there's a very good chance that your team are not performing at the best of their abilities and are not giving you what you want and probably are not getting what they want either. Directors is an interesting one. There are lots of different types of employees and there are lots of different types of directors. It's quite difficult to be aligned and for all directors to be aligned. This may be due to age, it may be due to legacy, it may be due to earnings actually. But are you aligned on the growth of the business? Are you aligned on the exit? What you do find with some directors is they just want to consolidate. They just want to do what they've been doing for however many years previous. And actually, that's fine, as long as you're very clear about that from the outset, and that doesn't cause you problems further down the line. So externally, who do you need to be aligned and who do you need to get value from? Well, the first one, I think, and I think this is really important, is your suppliers. And I think I've mentioned on previous podcasts how high in regard I hold our suppliers. The reason for this is the most successful businesses have really good relationships with their suppliers. The suppliers provide value. And because the suppliers provide value, then you're able to provide your customers with value. 
And the last element is your customers. And of course you have to be aligned with your customers. If your business and your values of your business are not aligned with your customers, they won't buy your products or your services. More specifically, if you're not giving your customers value, why would they acquire anything that you've got to offer? And then my friend and I, and I won't name names, but needless to say, he sat on some incredible boards across the the country and across the world. We got to talking about what is effective leadership. And it was interesting to understand and to really spend some time on this. The most successful leaders demonstrate leadership qualities in both their personal and their professional lives. In order to do so, and because they do so, they inspire others to take action and set a course for success. The strongest of leaders practice key behaviours on a regular basis, which, as I've said since the start of this podcast, is about consistency. It's about doing the same things time and time again. So let me run through a few of the qualities of effective leaders. First quality is action, strategic thinking and innovation. Piled all of those together, okay? And what that basically says is, as a leader, you look forward. You look to the future and you look to improve things and change things. And how can you improve things? Well, you've got to have a growth mindset. You've got to be willing to try new things, new ideas. You've got to be able to listen to your colleagues and you've got to be able to be open to change. If it's unsuccessful and it's not giving you, and this is where we go back to the finances, bottom line net profit, if it's not doing that, then you've got to be open to change and you've got to be open to to putting some improvements in, whether that is innovation, whether it's strategic thinking, whether it is strategic partnerships with external companies. Those are the kind of things that you need to think about. We live in a world where you've, if you listen to the podcast with Paul McGilvery on, you know, we are in the time of automation. We are in the time of innovation. Why not think about that? Why not trying to improve things? Many years ago, I learned how setting a practical vision and suitable targets for your company, and those have to be SMART goals. So let's go through this. SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Let me repeat that. Specific goals, specific targets, measurable goals, measurable targets, attainable, realistic, and timely. And what will that do? That will encourage the rest of your team and your business to succeed. Second quality of an effective leader is that they focus on developing others. It's not about protecting your position and understanding what you do and have it and holding all the tools and the skills to your chest. It's about teaching others and focusing and developing on others, delegating, coaching, mentoring, those important tasks. And you've got to give team members the tools and the space to build trust. But delegating responsibility is really important for a leader to do. And you've got to show that you trust your team. The third quality is that they prioritise personal development and that they're self-aware. This means developing their emotional intelligence. And leaders that work to refine this They're more adaptive, more resilient, and more accepting of feedback from others. And look, even in finances, 
I know at times I've been less than accepting of feedback from others, especially when I have the evidence and the data in front of me. What I've learned is to walk a mile in their shoes and actually put myself in their position and try and understand where they're coming from to this conversation. I think you learn that potentially over time as well. But how can you improve on prioritizing personal development and being self-aware? Setting goals, prioritizing the goals and taking responsibility for accomplishing them. If you take responsibility for falling short of your stated goals or making mistakes on the way, then that's fine, okay? That's what you're supposed to do as a manager, as a department manager, as a director. You're supposed to take the responsibility for that. But successful leaders, they focus on the big picture. They they try to avoid the, the distractions and getting bogged down by the details. And again, from the finances, I know over the years I've got bogged down by the details. What you also do is try and retain awareness of your strengths and your weaknesses. And that's not easy to bit to own up to, okay? Effective leaders, they know where their strengths lie. They also know where their weaknesses lie. And actually, what's the point in trying to hide the fact that you're weak in that particular area? What you may as well do, and it will save time, money, effort, and mistakes by just, just understanding and coming to the conclusion that actually, we need help in this area. So that was number three. Number four, and this is where we get on to that they're ethical. Strong leaders consider the ethical consequences of this decision they make for both customers and their teams. They show their concern for the benefit of the entire organization and the community as a whole. The conclusion we've come to is that honesty is the best policy. When leaders are honest with employees, they reciprocate this trust and the entire organization operates with integrity. Be open, transparent and authentic. And your team should know what it's getting from you, no matter what the circumstances. And I think we hark back to the taking responsibilities for your mistake, okay? And expect that others on your team will make mistakes as well. But don't stop there. Take the next step. Make things right. Even if it will hurt the organization's bottom line, in the long run, the benefits of protecting the organization's integrity and reputation will outweigh any short-term costs you might incur. Some of the best leaders that you can read about are open, transparent, authentic and honest. Not just because it's the right thing to do, but because what it does is it enables people around you to understand where you're coming from. And the last quality of an effective leader is to communicate. They communicate with all areas of the business. They acknowledge and respect different people. So let's go back to what I originally said, which was how important is the team around you? And I've included you in that. So we've looked at everyone else and now we've looked at you as the leader and we've looked at you as being someone in that position of responsibility. The reason for that is, again, to talk about alignment and to talk about the fact that if everyone in this business ecosystem is aligned, then there's a better chance of you succeeding. There's a better chance of you getting what you want out of your job and other people that you work with getting what they want out of that job as well. And that may not just be financial. I think I'll caveat this, okay, by saying that we live in a world at the moment where people are working crazy hours, huge numbers of hours at a job. And the only thing I'd ask you to do is if you're working 50, 60 hour weeks and you're being paid for 35 hours, and you feel that you're providing huge amounts of value to, the, to your employer, let's say, 
but you don't feel that you're being valued, then clearly there's a misalignment there. Clearly there is a a discussion to be had about the value that you bring to the business and what the business is providing to you. I think you have to make that call. Is it likely to change? Will it change? How good is your relationship with your manager? How good is your relationship with your director and your colleagues? And potentially, this is where finances go out the window. And this is where I'm saying to you, actually, relationships are just as important in business. I just wanted to go through that this week because, as I say, I was sat at a table with a very good friend of mine and we spoke about business and we spoke about how people need to be aligned and the most effective teams and the most effective businesses that we've worked with before. And it just got me thinking that I needed to discuss this on this week's podcast. So I hope you got some value from that. And if you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, pass it over to some friends or some family and uh, feel free to leave a review on iTunes and I will catch up with you next week. Take care.